Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. Oh yes. Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. One of the most prolific and heart-wrenching entries into the Universal Century. Let's get into the review. Thank you for listening to the Was Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002, and I'm back with another anime review. And today I will be reviewing yet another Gundam series, another entry into the Universal Century Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. And of course, if you've haven't heard my other Mobile Suit Gundam reviews, go on back down the list, down the list, and go and listen to those if you're interested. And I I was saying I was going to do all the reviews. I just haven't yet. So let me let me get it to them. Let me let me let me get to the rest of the Mobile Suit uh, Universal Century and beyond just and the other um, uh, uh you, what what are they called? What's what's the phrase? Um, other timelines. There we go. It's like my mind went blank there for a second. But anyway, Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam has fifty episodes, which makes it a chunky boy, which makes it the next major series after the first Big Daddy 0079 uh, series made in 1979. So this is the ne- this is the second Big Daddy series. There's a bunch of OVAs and movies in between, but this is the next Big Daddy series. It has 50, 50 episodes and aired on March 2nd, 1985. So it's you know it's pretty old. To February 22nd, 1986. Therefore, it premiered in the spring of 1985. Obviously. The studio that brought this anime, that adapted this anime, of course, is Sunrise. <clears throat> and the licensor is Nozomi, Nozo, I, I keep messing the name, Nozomi, Nozomi Entertainment and Bandai Entertainment. Whatever, I, I don't know what the name is. Regardless, man, let me tell you something. This anime is going to have you feeling all kinds of ways. It's going to make you feel like, oh, man, what what, what is life? What, what is, It'll have you contemplating your existence because it's both beautiful and tragic in equal measure. So now we are in Universal Universal Century 0087 and uh, you know there's a whole timeline to this thing. Watch all the other series and you'll you'll progress down the timeline. We're in Universal Century 0087 and we had this massive war called the One Year War and this this war is just terrible literally wiped out half of all of humanity billions of people just imagine all the people on earth uh just dead 
from a single war in a single year. It's just insane the level of carnage and bedlam, bedlam that occurred during this uh, during this war. But anyway, so the war's over. Federation came out on top. The Principality of Zeon has been defeated. The space people have been defeated, and the people of Earth have um, are now reigning supreme. They are they they have won the battle, but have they won the war? They won the war. But anyway, there's no there's more battles to come. Anyway, so the Earth Federation, you know, they they defeated the Principality of Zeon, who are the bad guys, and Principality of Zeon, like, hey, son, you know what? You know, we need to lie low. You know, the, the remnants of the principality of Zeon's like, you know, you know, some we got to lie low. We, we can't we can't be out in these streets, you know, because if they find us, we, we're going to be dead. So anyway, so the Earth Federation has created an elite task force called the Titans, not Teen Titans, the Titans. All right. And these guys are like responsible for just hunting down what's left of uh, Zeon. All right, like it's it's their their sole purpose is to hunt down what's left of their their enemy, and the problem with the Titans, which was introduced in Stardust Memory 0083, which is a OVA 13 episode 12 13 episode OVA, um, is that these guys they overstep their boundaries in a huge way. Like these guys, their whole purpose is to go hunt down the enemy and you know ensure the victory and the domination of the Earth Federation. But these guys are rolling the citizens of space with an iron fist, all right? These guys are total dicks, all right? They're using torture, mass murder, fear, all that mess to, to control, you know, control folk out in these streets. And so they're worse than freaking Zeon, all right? These guys, if not as bad, they're worse. In fact, I will just go as far as say as they're worse than Zeon. These guys are using... You know, these brutal tactics to rule over the people of space that they conquered. And it's really messed up because it's really not the people's fault. It's the leadership and the military, right? So why do you, like, take it out on the people? That's just how it goes with any war. You always take it out on the um, on the citizens, like, after World War II, uh, when the Red Army, the, the Russians came into Germany. They just destroyed the German people. And, you know, it's... You got you got to think about was the average German per, uh, person responsible for all the atrocities of World War II? Maybe yes, maybe no. But you know the the Red Army is like, man, we went through we went through hell and back. We about to put you through hell. Regardless, that's what these people are doing to the space noids that they done conquered. So as a result of this barbarism, barbarism, um, we have a rebellious faction. They call themselves the Anti-Earth Union Group, uh, or AUG. And these guys are like, I F the Titans, you know, we, you know, we tired of this nonsense. We're going to break off. We're going to fight these fools out, out in the space, out in the space, out in space. So enter our protagonist, 17-year-old, of course, a teenager, they're always teenagers, uh, Camille Biden, and he lives in a colony called Green Noah. And basically this place is a Titan base. And like Camille, he like assaults a Titan officer because you know they they trying these Titans are trying to keep the common man down. All right, and Camille Biden ain't taking none of this nonsense, so he gets into a scrap. 
He uh, he gets into it with an officer, and now he on the run. He is he he just he's on the run. He's like, you know, screw this. I'm gonna go and join the AU, the the guys who are you know rebelling against the Titans. And he goes and steals himself a Gundam as it normally goes. How many times are these uh, Gundam protagonists, you know, the series Gundam, uh, given? A mobile suit, which, you know, I, I guess it tends to go that way eventually, but more often than not, they're going to go and steal it, okay? <laughs> a lot of these mobile suits have such poor security. Like, these mobile suits, they're mobile suits, Gundams, mind you. You have your regular gun uh, mobile suits, they're just giant robots, they're mass-produced, they have the ability to, you know, take on regular tanks or whatever, take out other mobile suits. A Gundam is a super mobile suit. Has the ability to take out like 50 other mobile suits. Why is the security always so poor that a, a 17 year old kid could go and hijack this mess? This is just something that happens in all the freaking Gundam series. There's always a mobile suit that gets jacked. And I'm like, the security, like, what's, what's wrong with you people, man? Like, these are Gundams, not even regular mobile suits. What is wrong with you people? Anyway, sorry for the rant. That's just. <laughs> That's just something I know is in all of the freaking, all of the freaking uh, series. A, a lot of them, anyway. So, um, yeah. Um, now, now I'm completely off track. Anyway, so this fool goes. He steals a uh, a prototype Gundam, and now he's part of the AUG. And now is they're they're gonna wage war on the Titans. They're gonna wage war on the Titans. And there's a Titan. So uh, one more thing, just to add in there, um, there is a Agug pilot called Quattro Pagina. But really, I, I wonder if I should reveal this. Anyway, it don't matter. Anyway, this guy's really Char, and Char is the antagonist. You know that in every Gundam series, they have a guy with sunglasses. And like every single Gundam series has the antagonist with the with the mask on, like he, he just he's just the mask protagonist. Always, it's like the the formula is always the same. There's always a guy with a mask on. Uh, that's this undercover guy who's an AU pilot is really Char, the original masked antagonist. And uh, you he he takes uh, Camille in, and they wage war against. A titan and it goes far deeper than that but anyway that's a synopsis let's get into the review baby so when i first got into this mug this was when i read this mug this is an overview this is i wrote this back in 2014 so it's been a minute i'm dusting off an overview here so when i first got into the mug you know i was like my initial thoughts were here we go again and it's not a bad thing now, when you like, here we go again, or or you can change the inflection of your voice. Here we go again. Then, I don't know. <laughs> that just sounds silly. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, is that it's very reminiscent of its predecessor, predecessor, the original mobile suit, a Gundam, Big Daddy Gundam from 1979. And there's a lot of things that are similar between the two stories in terms of the storyline, in terms of the character development. Uh, there's better artwork, obviously. One's from 1979, and this one's from... Bum, bum, bum. 
let me pull it up 1985 so obviously there's some years in between technology has gotten better animation's gotten better so there's you see a marked or a um you see an improvement in terms of artwork and you know animation and all that kind of stuff and it just you know it's kind of like the 90s i really love the artwork from that era but i also love the artwork from like the mid to eight late uh 80s as well and if if that's something that you're into in terms of that type of art style which is it, it just has a distinct flavor to it just like anime from today you know the animation quality of the 2010s 2000 you know now we're in 2021 from uh that has its own animation flair to it then you'll you'll just know notice that every era has its own sort of style and flair to the animation quality or at least the uh, type of animation they bring to the table and the the mid to late 80s had its own uh style and flair that i enjoy so that's something you're gonna see but like i was saying that the you're gonna see a lot of similarities between Big Daddy Gundam and this one because obviously they're they're written uh, and animated not too far apart from one another, and just the technology is there. So it's it's like it's new and improved. Oh, excuse me, that was nasty. Where's my tea? Oh, I don't even got my tea in here. That sucks. Anyway, uh, and so obviously. The best aspect of any of these Gundam series tends to be the uh, the plot and and the action because we're all there for like you you come for the action you come for the robots blowing each other up shooting each other in the face laser swords to the gut explosions nuclear cores reacting and wiping out millions of people um, but you stay for the story. Because you have romance, you have you have characters who who make and another thing is that you have a lot of characters who come back from the original series. They're older, they're wiser, they're more experienced. They're they're better than ever in terms of um, being veterans of the one year war. So now when they're out here fighting the Titans, like they're they're like making all these tactical decisions. In the original Mobile Suit, they were uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. These guys were all kids. Like a lot of the, the older characters, right? It, it was a bunch of children who hijacked a really uh, state-of-the-art ship. And they were trying to avoid being destroyed as they got back to Earth. And even when they got back to Earth, they were still, you know, fighting for their lives the whole way. And literally, this one ship called White Base is like changing the, the tide of, of the war. Because it's so state-of-the-art and they had to state-of-the-art state of the art, uh, Gundam on it so these guys when they make a comeback in this anime is not about them it's about camille biden who is a new character uh, amongst a, a cast of other new characters but when you see um some of these older characters come back into this series first of all it's like oh snap there goes Ray, and oh snap there goes that guy the little short guy with the like the bowl cut. Anyway, you see multiple characters make a comeback, and you'd be like, "Ah, oh, snap!" There, there's some of these old characters from the original series, and like they're all smarter and wiser now. When they were young, they would just go into battle, and they're just fighting for their lives. It's kind of like when you corner a cat, and that message just gonna come out and just scratch the crap out of you. That's how they fight. But in this series, 
Uh, they use tactics. They they're the person. They're the people offering advice and the ones providing guidance. They're like the OGs. So it's great to see that progression from one series to the next of how these characters. Uh, sorry, I'm moving my mic. You might hear all that. How you see these characters uh, grow uh, in terms of skill and and all that kind of stuff. So that was uh, that was pretty good. But let's keep in mind that this is a Gundam series, and it's freaking depressing, man. Let me... Holy crap, man. Like, war is hell, all right? And this this is always going to be a theme. It doesn't matter what Gundam series you watch. I don't care what series it is. I haven't watched Gundam Build Fighters, so I don't know if some of these newer Gundams have gotten away from this, from this formula. But nearly every single series... Oh, man, I'm tired. It's kind of early. Anyway, nearly every ser uh, single series, especially in the Universal Century, it's just death and destruction and just depressing stuff. And like every time Camille Biden, who is a teenager, right? All these pilots are just teenagers. They're still children. They're still developing mentally and all that kind of stuff. Then they have the world put on their shoulders. This kid has to fight the freaking Titans. One of the most horrific, brutal freaking regimes that could ever have come out of this universal century. And, like, he's at the forefront. Him and Char, right? Char's supposed to be a bad guy. In this series, he's a good guy, which is pretty cool. At the end, you know, he kind of flies away. And, uh, and then he comes back and Char's counterattack, and he's evil. But uh, uh, at the He's working side by side with like an antagonist, but from the perspective of this series, like the, the everyone is a good guy. Well, let me rephrase that. Char is on the side of the good guys, but then you know it, it's character progression, right? Uh, his character changes, and maybe uh, we'll we'll learn more about him when we do the review on Char's counterattack. But anyway, uh, this series is depressing, man. And one of the reasons why I like Zeta Gundam so much is that it stands it's the one that stands out in my mind the most because of the impact of the the plot of the storyline of the deaths of really everything and like I'm not going to tell you that you know I'm not going to do an in-depth breakdown of why this part is better than this series and that you know because they're all good it's all done by the same I imagine the same writers or at least they're they're probably all passing around the same notes right so you know, it's not like one series has a mark of uh, uh, a better uh, progression than others, except for the first half of Double Zeta. That was straight garbage. Anyway, um, and Gundam Unicorn. I'm always going to talk mess about Gundam Unicorn. Anyway, um, but this one is the one that when I look back over the Universal Century and I think about all of the series I've ever watched in this timeline or whatever it's called um this is the one that stands out to me the most and it's it's because it ends in the most tragic way i i don't want to spoil it but it is going to end in a way where some people there's a lot of people's gonna die so keep that in mind that's it, uh gundam it's like game of thrones got none on gundam right because there are so many characters that are going to die and then there are certain characters who you are going to wish 
had died. That is their fate by the end of this series. That's how bad it gets. You're going to wish, wow, I wish this guy would had just died in a glorious explosion. Because the life he's going to live from now on, from this point onward, is going to be a shell. Just, just a facade of what he had been living and the things he was capable of. It's, it's really sad and depressing and holy crap, man. It's, man, uh, it, it, it's, it's gonna, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, it, it's, I, I don't know if it's gonna affect you as much as it did me, but when I look back, I just think about just how shocking and depressing and all that kind of stuff. And it's a good thing. It, it just shows it's good writing. It just shows that it had such an impact that it stuck with me all this time in a good way. But off of the subject of depressing, listen to this soundtrack. Holy crap, it is so epic. Man, let me let me find it. Let me it, it is so freaking epic. Here we go. Here we go. Listen to this beautiful soundtrack. Oh. So ominous. Oh. Captain. We are entering orbit. Prepare all cannons. Prepare to fire, Captain. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. You gotta shut up. Oh. Listen to it. It's glorious. We're going to stop it there. I, I can't. I'm about to have an orgasm up in here. You guys know I love my orchestral soundtracks. I'm about to do a soundtrack. Break down this mug. It is. Look, here's another one. I'm sorry. It, it's, it's, you know, I, I just bought this whole fancy podcasting thing and I'm going to use it to its full capacity. I loaded up some music. All right. Here's another, just another piece. It's called Riders in the Sky. And this is Camille Biden's theme right here. We're not going to listen to the whole thing. Just, just a little snippet. Mm. I'm dancing. Uh. So it's very exciting. It shows up more often than not when Camille's on the scene. It about to go down in the DMs, you know what I'm saying? Like he about to bust out his mobile suit and about to well, his Gundam and is about to go down. All right, he's one of these super powerful uh, new types that when someone's like, "Oh, I got him!" shoot him in the back, he'll like sense that mess and he'll do a 360, uh, 360, 360, 360 no scope. Can't freaking speak up in this mug. 360 no scope over his shoulder and <laughs> and take him out. You know, he has these superpowers uh, that allows him to do such things. So when he's on the scene, uh, it's, it's going down in DMs. Here, here's one last one. Here's one last one. I'm sorry. I, I just, y'all know I, I love my soundtracks. Here's, here's the last one. Here's the last one. Uh. This is the theme for the Titans. Watch out, they're coming. They're coming. Here come the Titans. 
Uh-oh. You're going down. It's going down. I'm turning it down a little bit. I think it's a little loud. It's a little loud right here. Just listen to that, man. Does that make you, not make you excited? I'm sorry, man. Maybe it's just me. And sorry if that was a little loud. I'm still working with the levels with this thing. I realize it might might be a little louder than what I was speaking. But it, regardless, just listen to that soundtrack. The whole soundtrack is just epic. And there's, there's a whole suite of music for this thing, orchestral in nature. And I love it, man. You know I'll be, I'll be loving my uh, orchestral orchestral music. So it's... Oh, I can't wait to do the soundtrack breakdown for this thing, man. It's just awesome. Um and another aspect of this with any Gundam series, um, I've made this comparison before, but the dub is really, really, really good. I watched this sub, but I went back, reviewed it in dub, uh, and it's just fantastic. It's just, it's it's like it's like Studio Ghibli. This is the comparison I always make. It's like, tell me one Studio Ghibli movie that has a terrible dub. I'm waiting. If I thought anyway. Uh, so, so I have a few clips I wanted to play just so you get an idea of how the, how the dub is, the quality of it. Um, and it's, it's just, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. Take a listen. Take a listen. Let's have music. Rosami Abato. She seems so close to manifesting all the abilities expected of her. Perhaps they've created a cyber new type. Launch! launch anyway and it's just the whole atmosphere with the dub with the with the music with the all this uh the uh i, I can't even think of the term when you you know all the uh sound effects in the background there's a specific term for it, but what, all that just the atmosphere itself it's just there's this anime the production value of it is just awesome it's very atmospheric and it's very much a space opera that's what this is like Star Wars, where it's a space opera, where there's romance, there's there's violence, there's there's uh, you know there's there's a good side and a bad side, and you know there's there's a struggle to be had. It's an opera, a space opera, and when you add the music, uh, and and the characters and all that kind of stuff, the excellent writing, it just culminates into this awesome iconic series this will always be the gundam series and double zeta the second half of double zeta will always stand out to me for that reason anytime i go back and i think of the universal century these are the series that just it, it just comes to mind is is what is just what what stands out to me the most here's one more clip of just so you get you can listen to the to the dub because it's the dub was awesome i love it Camille? What's wrong? You have to get back to the Argama. Tell Captain Bright to leave port immediately. But why? A bomb's been planted. It's supposed to go off at Ooh, 4 that music. It's that girl, isn't it? Was she the one who did it? I don't think it's a trick. We're probably gonna have to send an evacuation order to the park and the spaceport. But ask the captain first. I'm going to look for the bomb. You're coming with me. Let's go. You're never gonna find it. We'd be better off escaping. Do exactly what the Argama tells you. Got it? Okay. 
He's just bossing all these people around. Anyway, because Camille Biden is a boss, and he can go around and boss all the women around all that he wants. Uh, remember, guys, just, just listen. Just, just We're, we're going to play a little bit longer. And just listen to the atmospheric effects of this anime. Just the music, man. Just listen to how the soundtrack just makes the scene so much better. It just brings it to a new height. Open a direct line to them. I'll be in the Gate 5 pipe room. All the sound effects in the background and all that. Anyway, yeah, man, it's, this is just, it's an iconic anime. And it's it's always going to forever live in my mind. Uh, Rent-free, <laughs> that's what they say. It's going to live in my mind rent-free. Um, and, yeah, it, it's, it, at the end of the day, Zeta Gundam is a perfect specimen of what a Gundam series should be. There are hits and misses, depending on the series. Uh, Gundam Unicorn, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> of what a Gundam series should be. And um, th this is this is it. This is the epitome of perfection for me, from every aspect of this series, uh, for a Gundam series. Now, let me tell you, let, let me say this, is that when I, I have a top 10 all-time favorite, you know, anime list of all-time favorite anime I've ever watched in my entire life, this doesn't make it onto that list. I've watched a lot of anime. So keep in mind that when I'm talking about like the epitome of what a Gundam series should be, I'm not talking about my personal preference of like this is the best anime I've ever seen. No, not really. And uh, that almost sounds like I'm saying it's bad. It's I have other anime that I prefer. I prefer prefer romantic anime and yeah there's romance in this but this this isn't the genre that i'm gonna sit down and like it's like hey matt you want to you want to go and uh you know uh go and watch uh an anime right now what would you prefer to watch it's not going to be gundam as it's going to be a romantic series i'm probably gonna pick nana or something or or ichigo 100 or any of the other many many uh Romantic anime I watch, so keep that in mind. But that's just my personal preference. But if you are a Gundam fan, I am not. I would not be surprised, especially if you want to categorize the Universal Century, keep it separate from the other timelines. I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of your favorite ones because it's just it's just good, man. It's just good. I'm just gonna leave it at that. It's just good on every level. So for a Gundam series, this is this is great. This is peak Gundam right here. So check it out. Obviously, there's a whole timeline, so don't just jump to Zeta. You're gonna be there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of plot points that'd be like, well, what's happening? Who is that? Like you won't appreciate um some of the a lot of the stuff that happens if you hadn't watched some of the stuff that preceded it, obviously. So you know, watch it in order. This is double O, bum 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 bum. I read it in the synopsis, but now I gotta pull it back up. Double O something. Double O eighty seven, and it starts Universal Century. Really, it starts even before. I was gonna say it starts at double O seventy nine, but it starts with Gundam: The Origin which is Char Aznable's uh, origin story. I don't know what year that... that Actually, we can find out. Let me put my mic down. Oh, my mic. All right, let me see here. 
pull this up real quick. Dang it. Freaking mouse. All right. The origin. Pokemon the origin. Okay, maybe I should type in mobile suit <laughs> origin. Maybe it's not called the origin. Mobile suit origin. Come on. There it is. The origin. I'm on my anime list. So let's see if they'll even tell me. 0068. So this is significantly, you know, it, there's a significant amount of time between uh, the origin and Big Daddy Gundam. So it's that's that's pretty interesting. Anyway, so it's just follow the timeline, man. Just like pull up a list somewhere. Just follow the timeline of when these series take place, and that will inform you if you're interested in watching all the Gundam series of what order you should watch them in. This is Batman Live 2002. Hope you enjoy this. More anime reviews, more hentais of the week, more what grinds my gears, more soundtrack breakdowns. You best believe we're about to do the soundtrack breakdown for uh, Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. And um, yeah, yeah, just more to come, more to come. Hello to all the new listeners out in these streets. I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing the analytics the fruit out no don't get the fruit out of here say the fruit in here because y'all in for a treat anyway this is batman live 2002 <coughs> oh excuse me dang that's nasty i need you to do me one favor just one it's a little baby one just a little favor just one little favor for me please one little favor just please one little favor stay with some people stay with awesome. Ha. follow us awesome on facebook twitter Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet!